0: Congratulations! You're open. How does it feel? I think it's wonderful.
1: I think it's the earliest opening, and I think they're saying like 20 or 30 years. And for me, yeah, it was pain and it was hard and it was struggled. But once we open, the fun begins, and 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 it's just a blast.
0: Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area. <laughs> Alex Kaufman, Wintry Mix, Episode 74. The migration from Vermont-based to Colorado-based continues. Episode 70 was about owning a bar in Winter Park. 71 was a panel with three front-range industry heads. 72 was Joel Gratz from Open Snow rocking a hometown crowd with Weather Hype. And 73 was in-depth with a man now being sued by Backcountry.com because of the word backcountry. But what up now? 74 is live from Eldora's opening day. Follow me in the show on Instagram at Wintry Mixcast. Same on Twitter. And God, I hate Facebook, but yeah, we're there too. Email alex at wintrymixcast.com with questions or episode ideas. Support on Patreon if you want me to never quit. And five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts mean I will owe you a beer in the wild. We also have a podcast voice and text line 802 560 5003. Stand by for the goods. This episode of Wintry Mix is supported by Bojo's Colorado Style Pizza. With five locations along the Front Range and another in Steamboat, Bojo's is a uniquely Colorado destination for food, drink, apres, and most of all, their unrivaled mountain pies that will change how you think about pizza. Locals and visitors return to Bojo's for the family-friendly salad bar, relaxed atmosphere, and pizzas that will break your Instagram. Also the honey, you'll see. Locations in Idaho Springs, the original, Evergreen, Arvada, Fort Collins, Steamboat, and Longmont. Visit Bojo's for some mountain pies. And now let's get back to the mountain pod. a staff delivering opening days. Often wicked early back in the Killington and Sunny River years. In more recent times, I don't flock to the white ribbon like I used to. But nevertheless, uncorking a season, let alone doing it weeks earlier than planned, is a feat that demands respect. Colorado had a mighty cold October, allowing A-Basin, Keystone, Loveland, Monarch, Wolf Creek, Winter Park, Eldora, and maybe more by the time you hear this, to start turning lifts for the snow-hungry patrons. Because I'll be forever impressed by the teamwork required to open a ski resort, I hopped up to Eldora in the afternoon of their opening with no ski equipment, just audio equipment, to bring y'all a taste of what it takes to not just open, but open early. Shall we load?
2: right.
3: we got five moving five up right now i need six i need one more one single all right guys have fun hang on
0: one audio note to be aware of many of the chats you will hear were recorded in a lodge so you'll hear some lodgy sounds you can handle it one of the areas of the resort that saw a lot of investment this off season is the rental and retail zone. So let's start there.
4: Okay, my name is Ellie Brown. I am the rental retail director. My hometown is Nederland, Colorado. Have
0: you been around here a while? Are you a Ned head? Is that what they call you?
4: Yeah, I grew up here.
0: So opening day, November 1st, you've been here a handful of years. Is this as early as it been or has it ever been earlier? This is
4: the earliest in all my 12 seasons here.
0: What was your first thought when you finally heard the call of oh
4: it's gonna be a couple of weeks early? <laughs> actually I was pretty excited. I was ready to make sales.
0: <laughs> How long ago did you did you get the get word?
4: Um actually they released it internally. Well, they didn't officially release it internally, but my boss was telling me Quite a bit that i should prepare because if we can if we can make it happen we're going to make it happen so you
0: probably get the question that i used to get a lot which is oh you work at ascuria what do you do in the summer um I but in here. reality yeah i know <laughs> the preparation so take yeah. me back kind of 30 days ago what are you doing then to get you ready for today
4: Um, 30 days ago, so we just remodeled downstairs. Um, So we were putting in our plans to Boulder County, kind of stressing about whether or not it was going to be approved in time. Um, It's a huge project for us because we basically, not only made it look great, but now it's fully functional. We have all boot dryers, we have movable racking systems. We now have a fitting room. We have 500 plus more square feet of retail space. Um, So it's really exciting down there and it's super functional, so.
0: What drove you nuts about the old setup?
4: Everything. <laughs> um, the old setup took up a lot of space. Um, it wasn't movable. Everything was just stationed. So um, kind of created a lot of bottlenecks. And now I feel like people have room to shop that's less lines. Um, and it just flows a lot better, both for the employee and the customer. <laughs>
0: what are the top three questions you answer downstairs on a regular basis?
4: Ooh, um, can I borrow a screwdriver? <laughs> Which is yes <laughs> uh, is this on sale <laughs> and um let's see what else um did you get to go out skiing today and usually no <laughs> or
0: not yet hopefully.
4: or not yet yeah I mean well, I'm hoping as it kind of calms down a little bit I'll get some laps then, but super excited about it
0: Ellie, what's the first concert you ever went to
4: ooh that's a good question. It's
0: okay. You can it tell us. It might be
4: Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> I think that's what it was.
0: Well, <laughs> opening day. Congratulations.
4: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Let's hop out to the lift line and see how things are going and then we'll come back and check in with lift maintenance. Hey
4: guys, shout out some hometowns. Hey, hey. Netherland, Colorado.
2: Hey, wait, do what? Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. Wait.
4: Really? Woo! Woo! I don't know what I'm yelling, but I'm yelling.
2: Where are you guys from? Los
0: Angeles. Georgia. New York. DC. What's your favorite animal? Uh, T-Rex. Make the sound of him. Roar! Giraffe. What sound does giraffe make? I have no f-ing clue. <laughs> Scale of 1 to 10, how ready are you guys for ski season? 12. Well, I'm ready. That's why I'm here today. 12. 12. Wow. Gear, body, wallet, it's all ready? All nine yards. Wallet's not ready. well, well not so much.
5: <laughs> uh, my name is Gerald Lindsay. I'm from Evergreen, Colorado, and I'm the director of lift maintenance. So lift maintenance, busy summer. Tell me about the last 30 days getting ready for opening. Uh, 30 days ago, we were probably one week from our state inspection. So we were going through all the lift lift terminals and crossing the T's, dotting the I's, and uh, getting everything spick and spin, ready for the state inspector to come and tell us what we need to do to finish off and be ready to open. And I see this nice new six-pack out in front. But what other manufacturer type lifts do you have out on the hill? Uh, we have, we have two conveyors. We have a Sunkin and a Magic Carpet conveyor. Uh, we have a Surface Poma lift that's mainly used for the race teams. And then we have six other fixed grip lifts. And they're. Uh, what are they, De- Yans, or Doppel, or not or, yeah, halls we, or something? We have two Yans, we have two C-Tex, and then we actually have one minor Denver, which is one of the oldest lifts in this state still operating. So she's been up since 1968. It's pronounced Yan, Yon. I've been pronouncing it wrong for 40 years. Okay. Yes, you have. It's
0: not Yan. <laughs> it's- All right, what the hell do I know?
5: <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, your team is how big? We have 15 guys on the crew, uh, a couple electricians, we have a driver who just drives and picks up parts and supports us that way, and the rest guys are mechanics and techs. Uh, we all kind of cross over and do everything really. Um, and then we have one resort electrician who he primarily sticks with the buildings and you know facility stuff. So he comes out on the lifts when we need him, but he's he's mainly down here running the back end of the show. What did opening two weeks early mean to you and your crew? Absolutely nothing. I'm super proud to tell you that after last year and just the way Eldora has been going and you know you could see it coming. And uh, we talked about this last year on opening day that hey, next year we're gonna plan to be opening early in, in 2019. And so we were actually planning for November 8th. So To us, this is like one week early, but quite honestly, our, my team was really ready and uh, you know, it ramped us up a little bit. The early snowfall was a bigger thing. You know, we thought we'd be opening, but not with this much snow. Um, but really, it didn't affect us too much at all. In this climate,
0: what's the most challenging type of weather for keeping lifts operating smoothly? Wet. The wet well, you don't get wet here.
5: Wet heavy snow in, in oh, March. Wet heavy snow. Okay. Wet heavy snow in March and April. That's that really is when it is because you know, snow sits on things. Everything starts to drip. Everything, you know, especially with the detachable behind you there. It's, and people want you to have it not drip. They want you to, to control the fact that snow
0: melts and it comes down off of components and it drips on their coat. Big time. And then, I mean, there's no answer to that in this world yet. Control the uncontrollable. What's the first concert you
5: ever went to? First concert was, man, la- <laughs> show my age, Lollapalooza, 1991, right outside of Pittsburgh, PA. Who was headlining that? That was, headlining it, was the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I believe and one of the introductory bands in it was Pearl Jam. They were like a a lead in act and we didn't even really watch them all that much. Wow, yeah. Well, you're open, congratulations, how's it feel? Feels good, ball's rolling now, 169 days left.
0: Enough all this shop talk, let's go back out to the lift line and then we'll come back and talk about base area operations. You're dressed in a way that says you want to talk, what's your hometown? Uh, Boulder. What's your favorite animal?
3: A unicorn.
0: What sound does that make? Is that what you are today, or is this something different?
3: This is a unicorn. You can tell by the horn and the way that it is.
0: Very nice. Is this day one on snow or like day 20?
3: This is day two.
0: First concert you ever saw?
3: George Thorogood and the Destroyers Ooh. with my dad.
0: Is that like Bat of the Bones"? Is that George Thorogood?
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Drinking Alone, I think, is another one. Something like that.
0: Fantastic. On a scale of 1 to 10, how ready are you for the year? 11. Everybody says that. I feel like I'm a 5.
3: Well, Step up your game, dude.
0: Yeah. Is this ready for it to be snowy or what? No, I just, you know, from a gear and wallet perspective, like none of those things are really ready. You don't need a wallet to ski, you just need some skis. <laughs> Very good. You guys been here a while or just showing up? Hey, gone
3: single. Maybe four runs. One o'clock in the afternoon. Line. Ask them what they were for Halloween. What's
0: the most embarrassing story you're willing to tell me?
3: I've definitely peed by pants skiing like more than one time when I was a little kid.
0: I think a lot of us have done that. It's pretty stock. Have a good season, guys. Yeah,
4: thank you. You too.
0: It's for the Wintry Mix Podcast. You can check it out at some point.
1: Let's see, name. Uh, Name's Joshua Palmieri, but everybody here calls me JP. Uh, Hometown is Hangtown, California. Currently, they call it Placerville, but uh, it's Hangtown, California to me. That was its original name. And I am the base ops manager for the
0: resort. So if you had to try to explain to everybody everything that base area operations means, how would you try to put that in a bucket?
1: (laughs) Well, everything. So base operations, that would be every building on the property, both maintaining and cleaning uh, and building them, new construction, old construction, snow removal around every bit of the property as far as walkways and driveways and everything, parking on-site, parking off-site because we have an off-site lot lot that we park at, Uh, snow plowing operations, transportation around
0: the mountain and off the mountain, Uh, and that's about it, I think. How do you try to lose as few parking spots as you can throughout the year while removing snow? Uh, we move snow at the end of every, after we plow it. We actually
1: move it the next day when it's nice out to an over to a side lot where we can't park anyway. So we fill that up completely so that I don't lose a single spot.
0: So there's a lot of pressure on you lately because parking is just on everybody's tip of everybody's tongue.
1: It is. There it is. It's, uh, it's a challenge for us and our, and our crew to see just how many we can put in and still keep traffic flowing
0: and keep it safe. What's the magic wand solution? If like there was no budget. If it was, and there was no county, and there were no law. Like, how would we do it? I guess you'd just stack them. You'd build, a, you'd build I've up.
1: Always, I've always said stack them. I've yeah, always right. said build a parking garage. Um, but we've got a section of property up on our north side. If we could carve that out, we could get another 1,000 plus spots up there. That would be the perfect solution.
0: The things the base area operations manager dreams about. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you get word that you're opening early. A few weeks ago, how does that change the dynamic for the early season for you?
1: Um, it just crams a whole lot into a little amount of time. Is It It, it means I bring in more people and we wrap up projects faster uh, and we clean the resort quicker and we try to train them as quick as we can for the first day.
0: Let's educate the guests for a second. What do the guests do that makes your job more difficult you wish they maybe would stop?
1: <sighs> I wish they'd listen to the parking attendants. I I had an interaction
0: with one today. It went fantastic. I followed his directions, and it worked great. See, and that's all we ask. The parking (laughs)
1: attendants know where the spots are. Listen to them, and you'll get on the hill faster. What's the most annoying thing you have to shovel out? I am fixed that this year, but the most annoying thing I had to shovel out last year was that pretty sidewalk you see right out front. The wind drift on that, I had a crew of four or five people on that every day of the season for the entire season. This year, they let me buy
0: a skid steer. So- It's a lot easier. JP in the skid steer. <laughs> exactly. I can see the smile from here. Oh Yes. <laughs> JP, what's the first concert you ever went to?
1: First concert I ever went to was, oh God, Ozzy Osbourne, I believe, way back when. Very good,
0: very good. Congratulations, you're open, how does it feel? I think it's wonderful.
1: I think it's the earliest opening and I think they're saying like 20 or 30 years. And for me, yeah, it was pain and it was hard and it was struggled. But once we open, the fun begins. And and, and it's just a
0: blast. So be nice to the parking attendants and don't bog them down with small talk. All you're doing is backing up the traffic to Nederland. All right, back to the lift line. What's your favorite animal, man? Oh, I'd say, uh, let's say a bear. Let's hear it. Roar! There we go. (laughs) What does getting ready for the season mean to you? Oh.
3: Just, you know, getting all my stuff in my vehicle and getting to the mountain, you know. Right, I mean,
0: figuring out what you need is kind of tricky to remember right off the bat.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I just rock a bunch of old gear and it's
2: been suiting me well. My name's Ari Lemumak. I'm the lift operations manager
3: here at Eldora. Uh, hometown is Gold Hill, Colorado. I'm Noel Lemaire. I'm a lift foreman up here at Eldora and I live in Nederland, Colorado. What do
0: people in the lift department argue about the
3: most?
2: Probably what lift they want to work at that morning. You know, if the snow's good, they're all going to want to go backside and go to the you know big places where you can kind of get some powder runs in. Um, some Who's of them. Who's got the most runs? How do you in? settle
0: that disagreement?
2: Uh, <laughs> I kind of mix it up day to day, so they never know what's going to be coming. You know, I write the lineups, so I pick where people go and you know try to fit people by personality to the lift that they're at and build the crews. But for the most part. Seems like everybody finds a destination that they want to be at every day. And what's your favorite lift to be at?
3: I mainly like alpine go. It just I like constantly doing something and moving, and it's like a quick ride up to the top. So there's always an opportunity to go ride real fast if you need to or want to. What's the uh, What's the
0: wind direction up here that the lifts can handle no matter what? And the and on the flip side, the lifts just hate.
2: Uh, One that they can handle the most is down the line, so if the wind's blowing down towards the base of the lift, uh, they tend to operate pretty well, regardless of how fast it's going. Um, If it's going across the line and creating a lot of chair swing, that's where we see a lot of disruption with our chairs. What did it mean to both of you when you heard, oh crap, we're opening early? I was ready in July. I'm so excited to be out here. Everybody says they were ready. I don't (laughs) know if I (laughs) believe that.
3: Well, Uh, I wanted it to be ready.
2: I guess that's the best way to put
3: it. I was switching between departments, so it just sort of meant an earlier swap over for me, I guess. So I got to get back to the department that I really like. I love maintenance, but I also really like lift ops a lot more. How many people in the lift ops department?
2: Uh, Depending on the day on weekends, we run about 52 people. uh, And then on weekdays, closer to like 35.
0: They're coming in from how far away?
2: I have people coming from... Littleton to Fort Collins to people that are five minutes away, like Noah here, who lives down in Nederland, and everywhere in between. Fort Collins, yes. Who is that person? Just name them. They're amazing. Do they <laughs> uh, get here every day? Well, Timmy did it. Yeah, we had a guy last year who worked five days a week and was driving Fort Collins. He left his house at 4 a.m. most mornings to get up here for our 6:30 loads. Wow. Yep. And
0: then he'd stay for late loads sometimes. Yeah. What's It'd something be. you wish all the guests would start doing? Uh, so, let's give them some positive reinforcement
2: going to the lift that best matches their ability uh, in reality more than uh, what they self thought they think their ability is Okay. and patrol probably wants that too I definitely yeah. and uh, that's a department we work with quite extensively because we're seeing all the guests and they're looking for guests or guests come down and report stuff to us and we'll relay it to them
0: where are you guys based here in the base area? Where's the Lift Ops home base?
2: It is right over there. It's in the pump house that we share with uh, snowmaking. So all the snowmaking pumps are below us. So when they turn on to start blowing snow, you can feel the whole floor start vibrating. And it's kind of like a shiatsu massage. What's in the fridge over there? Uh, mostly empty containers, because we've eaten all the food.
0: <laughs>
2: last, last,
0: last spring's pizza. Pretty much, yeah. yeah we yeah. opened it, and you're like, OK, <laughs> let's close that again real quick. I was on the lift line earlier, and I was having some guests try to make the beep sound. The doo-doo-doo. Let's, let's hear You guys hear it all day long. How, what, how does it <laughs> sound? Uh, the like, <laughs> <laughs> or, I what?
3: don't remember what the bad one is. Uh, the <laughs> try I, I, yeah. I stay in control, oh, so oh, I don't Oh, so there's a sound when it doesn't work. Yes. Yeah.
2: There's, 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 so, and what's even... We can fine-tune that lift, so depending on the pass type that you have... It'll make a different beep for each type of pass product. Should we different colors, too? And different oh. colors will watch. flash so you can kind of look and see the difference between Whether an Eldora like Pass, kid. an Icon, a Day Pass, a Kid Pass. Well, you're open. Congratulations. We really yeah. appreciate it. We're excited to be out here.
3: It's good to be in snow.
0: I think it sounds like that. Make the sound of the pass beeper. Beep. Beep. I think it's it's kind of like a four beat thing. Come on, on, give me that sound one more time. Yeah, that could have been better. That could have been better. Give me the sound of the pass beeper. I don't know. I think you guys can do it better. Give me the sound the pass beeper makes. I think it's. Something like that. It's your, your version, man. I'm all good, brother. All right, bud. Check one, two. Check one, two. There we go. Test your mic there by telling me what you have for breakfast.
6: Coffee. Yeah,
0: that's a Lots good answer. Lots of
6: coffee.
0: Uh, let's get a, a first and last name, hometown, and what you do around here.
6: Uh, Dan McAuliffe, Eastern Maryland. And I'm in charge of all food and beverage.
0: Food and beverage. I've been waiting for you, sir. (laughs) I like asking about food and beverage. So you heard, let's actually go back 30 days. 30 days ago. What are you working on to get ready for the year about a month ago? Just the
6: outlets. You know, you're trying to make improvements in all areas and upgrades and, and painting and refinishing and cleaning so that... When you open, the staffs have something new to get
0: excited about. And, the physical spaces.
6: Yeah, new areas, and then uh, then you find out you're opening early.
0: So then, yeah, about two weeks ago, or some time period yeah. like that. You um, go from a you month get, to to word. two weeks. What goes through your mind? What do you have to do right away when you hear that?
6: You might have to bleep this out, but no, That's it's fine. A, like here we go, um, and then you just you prioritize immediately, you know this has to happen this has to happen we need staff how can we go ahead uh, and fill positions you know you're ordering your ramps up you know you're finalizing everything um you know things are just intensified
0: twofold with the amount of product that you go through on a busy weekend or a busy week Mm -hmm. how much do you actually keep here on hand and how often are you getting deliveries what's kind of the flow of product
6: we'll get Alcohol deliveries three times a week, you know, from different beer vendors, wine vendors. Um, and we get food deliveries three to four, you know. Um, we go through a pretty good amount in a short amount of time.
0: What do you go through the most? What do people like the most? What are they buying?
6: Uh, well, Bloody Mary's, first of all. I mean, like, I just ordered 25 cases of mixed for. For this weekend um, and your basics, I know you have kids that are eating fries and tenders and, and burgers and the traditional stuff as pizzas as well.
0: Is there space in what you do to experiment at all, or not so much?
6: A lot of the experimentation we do try to do a preseason, you know, with with the full year staff. We um, try new items and then you get some feedback from the ones that are here year round and and then you're looking every week if there's a special or there's you know fresh vegetables or just a good deal on things and then you do experiment because you never know you could uh find out what the next menu item is
0: right historically what's like a recent home run that kind of surprised you
6: well we do we have a smoker in the back of our uh west wing area so we ended up we we smoke all our pork and all our meats here and then somebody was like can i put that on a pizza and so we ended up with a, a, a barbecue pork pizza so pretty delicious barbecue sauce and then your pulled pork and then we throw the coleslaw on top cover it with some mixed jack cheese
0: how much hot chocolate mix does a ski resort go through in a season you think it's probably our fourth biggest
6: seller year round like
0: total fourth behind what
6: uh well food wise taking out all the alcohol probably
0: fries you know and tenders and burgers fries tenders burgers and then hot chocolate number four hot cocoa. let's keep going on that list strong let's see if four. you can make it all the way to ten
6: I doubt that. It's, uh, it gets pretty much compressed after that area, so, you know, your pizzas do well.
0: I would imagine one of your goals is also just minimizing waste. Oh, and, of course. And, and so, course. like, how does that, you know, become part of your day-to-day? What are you doing to just minimize the amount of stuff that has to get hauled out?
6: Well, first of all, we, we try to purchase smart. I mean, we're trying to cross-utilize any products that we bring in, you know, so you find one or two or possibly three things that you can use one item for. So you have zero product waste. Um, you know, that this year we, we've gotten rid of, I would say 95% of all single-use plastics, um, if it is available to do that, you know? So we've switched to cans and, you know, we've added uh, two fountain systems to the mountain. So, you know, we're doing our best. It's just one of those things where you'd like to do it all at once, but just really not possible
0: so day one what caught you by surprise what were you happy with
6: nothing really catches you by surprise it's all one giant surprise because you have no idea but it's great i mean it's hard when people come to the ski resort for the first day of the year the excitement is unbelievable i mean everybody's happy you know so just interaction with the guests is fantastic you know the turnout this year i mean we've had great snow so it's one of those things where you're working your butt off, but it's you're having a great time doing it, making all these people happy.
0: What's the first concert you ever went to?
6: Uh, the Beastie Boys in 1986, Licensed to Ill.
0: Very good. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, thank you very much. The Wintry Mix Podcast. Okay. Where's your hometown? Uh,
2: Cape Town, South Africa.
0: How you get ready for the season? You look ready. That's a nice. Uh, the Goodwill.
2: Get up. Yeah, I got this at the Goodwill with my dad. He got a matching pair. This is red and mine's blue, big onesie, and that's how I got What does what getting ready for the season mean to you? Getting hyped, getting ready to
0: send it, you know? Scale of 1 to 10, how ready do you think you are? 11. 11. Damn. what's your favorite animal? Um, The turtle. You make a sound of a turtle?
2: They don't make sounds. It's true. It's true they don't. <laughs> what's the first
0: concert you ever been to?
2: M&M concert when I was, like, 12. <laughs> You pretty much keen at Eldora this year or everywhere else? What's your plan? I got my icon pass, so hopefully try to hit some other mountains. I'm new to Colorado, so don't really know much here, but I'm keen.
3: My name is Sam Bass. I'm the marketing director at Eldora, and uh, I'm from Maine. I'm from Yarmouth, Maine for the most part, but I live in Boulder now. Very good, and, <laughs> and you guys opened early this year. 30
0: days ago, before you knew you were opening early, what what were you working on 30 days ago to get ready to open this place?
3: 30 days ago we were probably looking over some ad creative, thinking about how we were gonna, you know, reach that local customer this year. I mean, in the marketing department, you know, the mountain was, There's a lot of things still undone 30 days ago, heck, even 10 days ago, five days ago, one day ago. You know, it's always a scramble to uh, to get to opening day, and and this year probably more than ever because it was uh, we pulled the trigger two weeks early. Yeah, what was that meeting like when you finally felt like you were gonna be
0: ready on a certain date? Like walking through that.
3: Well, we were we definitely suspected that it might happen. We said November fifteenth, and and our GM Brent um, definitely sort of would drop hints every so often that he fully intended if we were ready and we had the weather to open earlier. Um, You know, we get, people are so rabid anywhere in the ski world, but particularly here in Boulder with Eldora 30 minutes away, they're just, you know, they can't wait to get their fix. Especially when it starts to get snowy down there and they can't ride their bikes, they can't go out and do stuff in flip-flops or, you know, warm weather activities. I'd be negligent if I didn't ask (laughs) you about the topic that you spend a lot of time
0: communicating about. Which is how you're going to park them this year? Uh, what yeah. should people expect from that?
3: Any changes from last year? There's no physical changes to the parking capacity. So we've been in process with Boulder County for the last five years or so to um, expand the parking areas by you know up to a thousand cars. If we can, that that was sort of our pie in the sky shot. Um, it's been a it's been a slow process, um, you know, they're, they're, they're slow when it comes to development, which I don't think is a bad thing. You know, I'm a resident of Boulder County and, and I like that, you know, there's a lot of open spaces and they don't, they're don't they not trigger happy when it comes to new development. So I appreciate that as someone who lives here, but you know, it's, it's, it's something we definitely need and it's something that our skiers and riders know that we need. Um, and so while there are no physical changes, we're gonna be a lot more aggressive in our communications about carpooling, taking the bus, we have this incredible um, advantage over a lot of places in that we have bus service, public transportation that literally drops off twenty feet from our chairlift. So you can hop on in downtown Boulder with your skis or board and be here in forty-five minutes and uh, step off right next to the lift. And then the nice thing at the end of the day, you can have another beer at Opry and don't have to worry about driving back down the canyon. So. And what we're also we're we're working with some other powder resorts on an app that incentivizes uh, bus travel and ride sharing by offering prizes that could ultimately result in you getting a new set of snow tires from Nokian or um, that's a great prize yeah headphones from Harman Kardon and Subaru and and um, some uh, some other products too we don't have the the prize structure all nailed down yet, but if that comes together, I think that will be a, a pretty cool way for our guests to be able to be like, oh, you're leaving from there? I've got two seats in my car, hop in, and then you both check in on the app when you get here, it logs you, and then you sort of, as you know, you take five rides and you earn a prize, and then the prize is better when you get ten rides. You may already have the highest
0: percentage of carpooling guests in the industry, as it is. So, I mean, hats off for that. I mean, that, that, because you've been working on this for a while. Yeah. And your audience has been trained that the less cars, the better. Um, But yeah, getting Americans out of their cars or to carpool. It's hard,
3: (laughs) it's an uphill battle. What's the first concert you went to? First concert I ever went to was, uh, it was, (laughs) it was the Monkees at the Cumberland County Civic Center.
0: Wow. They were still.
3: Followed shortly thereafter by Hall & Oates on the Out of Touch tour with my parents both times. Wow, mine are not that cool. <laughs> the monkeys were sort of at their, at the end. The Daydream Believer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right. I remember marveling at how tall Peter Tork was, even from, like, way far away from the stage. If Eldora was a wild animal, what kind of animal would it be? You know, I went to Slovenia once, and I remember hearing like in some like Slovenia tourism description that Slovenia was like a mouse that roars a mouse <laughs> Which I, that roars that always stuck with me and and you know while Aldora's is not as small as a mouse it's certainly not you know the biggest scary in Colorado but it's a i think it punches above its its weight you know in a lot of ways and 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 so that phrase comes to mind a mouse that roars <laughs> you're open how does it feel it feels good you, you know once you And I remember this, and I'm sure you do too, but like the routine of the operation of a day is kind of comforting. And when you don't have that before you're open and you're like, am I ready? Is everything ready? Is all my, you know, do we have the the video loops on the TVs, which we actually don't yet. Um, And there's a lot of other stuff that's not quite ready, but you're just, you know, freaking out that nothing is ready or not everything will be ready. And then when it opens and things work and you see people smiling and you know the chairlift is working and everyone's doing their jobs and pitching in to make it happen it, it feels good it's a relief it's a relief to be open it's it's definitely a it's a good feeling and a relief
0: well hey only like 140 more to go <laughs> yeah yeah If you're still with me, then there's a pretty darn good chance that you're going to be skiing Eldora more than zero times this year. So let's head up the slope to the Timbers Bar and get you some best practices. Dan, how many people are going to be in here tomorrow at 2.30?
6: All of them. All of them. All of them are going to be here. Yep. Yeah. All of them. Everyone that doesn't feel like messing with I-70. Because you know we're the closest ski resort to Denver. Fort Collins, Boulder, Longmont, Louisville, Erie, Firestone.
0: How many kegs you flip out in a week? Couple hundred. Couple hundred? Yeah, right around that. Yeah. People are doing well. Yeah, they they like beer here. When there's a big line at the bar, someone's trying to get a drink, what strategies would you recommend?
5: Smiles and patience.
0: Smiles and patience. So don't be pushy. But I think the pushy people get the beers. (laughs) No, they don't. They should just wink, maybe. Silence and wink. Should they have cash out displayed or should they stand there?
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, yes. Displaying cash.
4: Cash and IDs. Cash and IDs.
0: If they have their cash and their ID
4: out, you'll be the first person getting served.
0: There we go. We're getting some helpful knowledge here. Have your cash out. Have your ID out if you want to get served quicker. There we go. Name and hometown. We're meeting the bartenders at Eldora. Le- who are the bartenders? No, name and hometown. Let's get you.
4: Middleton, Wisconsin. I know it's not. I'm not on. The-
0: is that not your name?
4: It is my name, Linda, from Middleton, Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> are you a Packers fan?
4: Absolutely. More ba- Badgers hockey.
0: Badgers hockey. Yes. So that season's just getting started.
4: Yes, it is, and they will rule.
0: So if people see Linda at Eldora and there's a long line, hold up your money and yell, Go Badgers, if you want to drink quickly.
4: That's exactly right. And you come right to the front of the line.
0: (laughs) And it's rant time. It was cold in October here on the Front Range, and it snowed a little bit. No big deal. But my God, you people lose your minds over what your school district does about it. Some places didn't cancel. Some places did. Jeffco, where my kids go to school, called a two-hour delay. And the superintendent had his ass handed to him for like a week get over it. No matter what they do, you're going to go insane. Get a life, get a hobby, and let those people do their jobs. End of rant. by Adam Levy, follow on Instagram at Wintry Mixcast, get into the archive if you're going for a drive or hopping on an airplane, I ain't perfect, but there's also nothing like Wintry Mix on the planet Earth, leave the pod a voicemail or text at 802-560-5003 and leave five star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and then I will owe you a beer in the wild. Stick around for after the beep. Goodbye. I'm waiting for the... You
3: gonna
0: make me a good one? A good beep? I don't know. Strong beep? Probably not. Oh <laughs> God! I think you got it. I have low confidence. Oh, you got this. There you go. Let it rip. My, yeah, that's my go-to condition. I just seek out wherever it's the crustiest.
3: Pretty crust right
0: now. No, 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 no. You got it. Give me the sound of the pass beeper. Your version. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, that was it. That was exactly how it goes. Where are you guys from? Hometowns? Connecticut. Florida.
3: Cleveland, Ohio.
0: Don't sound excited about that.
3: No,
2: I'm
1: not. I'm happy to be here, though.
2: Hi, my name's Rachel. I'm from Boulder, Colorado, and I've been here for two years.
0: What do you think is the third most popular drink that is ordered here at Eldora?
4: Um, An IPA, for sure. Yeah.
0: All right, meet your Eldora bartender. Number two, name and hometown.
4: Hey, my name is Summer. Uh, Hometown is Riverside, California.
0: And what's your favorite animal?
4: Uh, Unicorn.
0: What sound does a unicorn make? Is he IT or is he a bartender? He's a bartender. Okay. Token man. Token man. Token man. All right, name hometown. Let's get it. Uh, Mitch Gibson, Tomball, Texas.
6: Mitchell Gibson, Tomball, Texas.
0: <laughs> what should Colorado folk learn learn from Texans? Manners. <laughs> All about manners. That's a good one. All right, we need one more. Name in hometown. Meet your outdoor bartenders.
5: Hi, I'm Kelsey Watts. I'm here from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania.
0: What's your favorite animal? Platypus. What sound do they make?
5: <laughs> Get, try it. They
0: giggle.
4: I don't they,
2: know.
5: They
4: giggle.
0: <laughs> they giggle. We're meeting the Eldora bartenders. Are you one of them? Yes. Okay. Let's get a name and a hometown.
4: Hi. My name is Kylie. I am from Wineboro, New Hampshire.
0: Tell me something. I don't know.
4: I've been a vegetarian for my whole life since the womb. Do you want more facts?
0: No. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so, but like, where's the line? So no eggs?
4: No, I eat eggs and a small amount of dairy.
0: I feel like if I was going to be a vegetarian, that's how I would do it. Eggs and dairy. Yeah.
4: That is how it is to be a vegetarian. Otherwise, I'd be a vegan or a pescatarian or...
0: Oh, so i got to get up to speed on my definitions.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> my bad. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how editing goes because normally there's not a low volume classic rock song playing in the background so it it might create jumpiness i raised the, what's called the low cut really high opening day closed down from the timbers bar at eldora if you want to protect your acl this winter tip your bartenders okay. you you want me to vacuum no we're good thank okay. you okay
6: Hey, nice to
0: meet you. You too. Thanks, pleasure. Man. Yeah, anytime. Have a good luck this. Good luck this year. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. What's your favorite animal? An octopus. Make the sound of an octopus. Hey Kaufman, it's
5: Hank from Maryland. You can't be that far from the Blister Guys down in Crested Butte, so why don't you get them on the pod and then go ski with them on their gear full of equipment? Well, you know, just trying to help you out from 72. Keep up the nice work. Love the show. End of brand.